Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Michael, be your guide for the next uh, two hours here of the program. Before we get started, let me go around the room and introduce my fellow patriots. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Uh, this time I'm a much closer right-hand man. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. It's only, what, uh, three or four feet three, instead of three or four hundred miles? Three or four feet, and our feet are only about a foot apart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no footsies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were, uh, I was on the uh, the road last week uh, going to a charity event up in uh, Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky, of all places. I had some other, other business to take care of there during the week, but I was on the way to the USA Cares event in Louisville. Great, great organization. Nice. It's um, for veterans and veterans' families uh, is, is, is their goal. Uh, I, I think uh, just off the top of my head, the... Uh, $15 million raised last year, given to the families and veterans. Wow. Uh, if I recall, so check them on usacares.org, usacares.org. We'll, we'll talk about that more later, uh, whether it's today or, or next next week's program, uh, for sure. Uh, speaking of charity events and not being here for one. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> nice uh, segue, nice segue. Uh, uh, normally, sitting on my left, uh, guarding the door, would be the illegal ninja, the courtroom assassin. I'd say, please welcome Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Uh, he's he's uh he's gone today. In fact, hold on, let me make sure I get the the, the name of it correct. He's at the uh, it's, it's the uh, it's right right here National Wild Turkey Federation. There you go, National Wild Turkey Federation uh, uh, charity event there in uh, I think it's it's well it's here somewhere here in the Central Florida area. Yeah, it's not in Louisville. Somewhere here in town. Yeah, not in Louisville. Yeah, he, not he's in Louisville. he's got a local one. Yes, yeah. So he got he got uh, he got. Uh, Invited over there, representing uh, you know himself and uh, all the people he knows. I guess I don't know. Just, uh, but he, uh, he knows a lot of people. He does. He does. He's a he's a he's a he's a he's a popular guy. Oh yeah, he's a popular guy. Yeah, yeah. I was at. Uh, I remember what he was up at the. He was in the Vatican. Remember his <laughs> story he tells you, and, and and you look at and they look up in the Vatican and you see him standing up there on the, on the railing up high, and the guy comes over and he says, uh, uh, you know, he's standing there with the Pope, right? You know, Kevin and the Pope standing up high, and the guy comes over and he goes. Hey, who's that up there with Kevin? <laughs> you know, yep. uh, yeah, popular guy. Popular guy. Uh, older than the Pope, too, I think. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Most of them. <laughs> but uh, uh, what a good, good week, good week. I, I got, you know, I was up there in the in Louisville area, and it, it turned into, yeah, I did a little government work while I was up there. I took, took care of that. That we can talk about? 
Uh, it was it was very boring sitting behind a desk. Government work. Oh, okay. It was wasn't okay. uh, wasn't anything Dr- fun. There was no trigger time. It, it, it was okay. It was dry work, not wet work. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, plenty of dry work. And uh, well, there was some wet work. What uh, happened we'll, we'll, was we'll, yeah, we'll be discussing some of the wet work in the next segment uh, uh. as I discuss one of our uh, uh, new fr- our, one of our new uh, associates. Uh, you know, uh, sponsors, uh, good friends at the Boundary Oak Distillery. Yeah. So we'll be we'll be talking about them. Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's the kind of wet I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be, we'll be talking, wetting my whistle. Exactly right. We'll talk about them uh, extensively uh, ne- uh, next segment. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll save it for then. I, I also uh, went and saw our friends at uh, Gun Stuff TV. Okay. Um, you, uh, Chris and Mike over there at Gun Stuff TV. They're they're up in Cincinnati, and uh, they uh, they they heard us talking that uh, we were gonna, I was going to be up there in Louisville at the, mm-hmm. at the event for USA Cares, and uh, Chris reached out and said, uh, "Since you're going to be around the corner, yeah, yeah, exactly right, yeah, yeah." And uh, sat down uh, with him and Mike, and we did uh, we what well, we did we did a, a segment. Listen, you know, you and I have we have to pay attention to the clock because. Sponsors come in, you know, we've got, uh, you know, got yeah, kind of commercials, yeah, yeah, all it, that. Exactly yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly right. So, but evidently on the, on the old, uh, the internet TV deal, uh, they just, uh, you know, they, they put their sponsors in at the beginning or they put their sponsors in at the end or they, you know, they could, they could cut them up, separate them however they want to, mm-hmm. uh, but they're not uh, tied to the clock. They just, you know, they, they, they get them in, sat down with them and, uh, you know, one on one on camera. And, uh, I said, uh, well, Chris, how long's the segment? He's like, well, we don't do segments. We just, we just do interviews. Okay, well, how long is the interview? He goes, well, he goes as long as you want. Go, <laughs> Until you decide to shut up. Yeah, he goes, if you want to you know, go an hour, we can go an hour if you want to. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. The most I've ever <laughs> spoken is 11 minutes, you know, here, here on the radio. <laughs> and um, uh, Hide and watch me. Yeah, yeah we, we, we sat down, and then Mike and Chris started asking questions, and we just started feeding off each other. And at the very end, they said, uh, cut. The producer, uh, Jamie, if I recall correctly, uh, she said, cut. And... Uh, we did it in one take. We didn't have to redo anything. And I said, uh, how long was that? She was like, oh, it was just over an hour. <laughs> and <laughs> no idea. You, you, you act surprised. <laughs> I've, I've, I've listened to you go longer I, than that I know it, many times. They just kept asking questions. They just, you know, the people, they just kept asking questions. And, we, and it wasn't my conversation. It was the three of us having a conversation, uh, you know, much like we do here. And mm-hmm. uh, it was... Uh, it was good, except, uh, you know, there I had to look at the camera and remember not to scratch certain body parts because <laughs> you're, 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 on, you're, on, you're on camera. So uh, it, uh, Since it, you mentioned that. Yeah, ex- exa- yeah exactly. I like, to, I like to actually scratch mine on the microphone. <laughs> yes, he's Let's rubbing see. his nose on the microphone. Yeah, nose. That's what it was. Uh-huh, rubbing yeah. my nose on the microphone. Uh, so so good, good times there. Uh, went to a baseball game. With the USA Care folks. Okay. Uh, one of the uh, is independent league, summer league going on up there, wood bat league. Uh, you know, young kids trying to, you know, get get the eyes of scouts and uh, get picked up by a minor league team or, uh, you know, a scholarship from a college team, something along those lines. Nice. These are kids that uh, didn't get uh, get those scholarships or those scholarships or those draft offers at a, co- at a, at a high school. So they're working. Got to earn it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're in the summer league. And, and I tell you what, I, I saw some really good baseball. Saw some really good baseball. Actually, you know, caught a couple of foul balls. Uh, had, had, a, had a good time. Nice. Had a, had a good time at the game. It was uh, it was good. Then on the way back, I left Louisville yesterday afternoon or south of Louisville. Uh, Radcliffe actually is where the Boundary Oak Distillery is, uh, which is just south of Louisville. About a half hour, 45 minutes. It's uh, right on the south end of Fort Knox there, which is just south of, south of Louisville. They finally kicked you out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Quit drinking it's, up all the profits. Yeah, Get out. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. And uh, I... 
I drove back. I you know did about six hours. Got to Atlanta and spent uh, spent a few hours with our good friend Mark at the uh, AAR Ranch. You know the uh, Armed American <laughs> Radio Ranch uh, w- with him, uh, uh, sampling some of Boundary uh-huh. Oak Distillery's finest uh-huh. uh, finest kinds of spirits. So yeah, I'm sure. Uh, so we had had a good time there, and then had about uh, as much energy as I thought I was going to have. Didn't want to spend too long <laughs> because I know if I had spent more time with him, we would have sampled more Boundary Oak uh-huh, Distillery, uh-huh. and then there'd been no way I made it here by two o'clock, uh-huh. uh, you know, to get ready for the program today. And I, and then I then then the journey started, and it went. Uh, you haven't even been home yet. Nope, no, <laughs> no, came straight here. <laughs> it came straight That's here. That's what that smell <laughs> is. I did. Uh, yeah, I drove for an hour and a half till I got tired. I slept for a half hour. Drove for another hour and a half till I got tired. Slept for a half hour. So <laughs> it's been like a it's been a short pass the whole way since Atlanta. <laughs> it's just I've been coming a little bit at a time, you know, uh. until I start finally started watching the clock. It was like, all right, well, I got to stay up for two hours now, you know. Uh, getting closer. <laughs> get here. So I was actually trying to get here a little bit earlier. So I get a nap here and stay up to two hours for the show. <laughs> <laughs> so when we get that six-minute break at the top of the oh, hour. Boy. <laughs> you might hear some snoring when we come back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hey, folks, thanks for joining us. Uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming July from Mikkel Tech Studios. Stick around. We're going to be sampling some product when we get back. <laughs> This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. 
Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% it's off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from those Caltech studios, and welcome to the Next Level Training segment of the show. Be sure to check out our friends at Next Level Training at nextleveltraining.com, nextleveltraining.com. Get your very own CERT, S-I-R-T, training pistol. You can choose from the Model 110, which is the one that looks like the Glock, the Model 107, which is the Smith & Wesson M&P style, the Pocket Pistol, the CERT AR Bolt, and the CERT AR Training Rifle. Don't have time to get your reps in? This is how you get time to get your reps in. That's nextleveltraining.com, and tell them Arms Room Radio sent you. I think the next time we see our good friends there at Next Level Training is at the uh, NRA Carry Guard Expo. I think that's, uh, that's coming up. Uh, uh, I'll get the dates for it. That's at end, of, end of August, beginning of September, somewhere around there. It's, uh, okay. it's, uh, it's, coming up, uh, it's coming up rather soon. Where is it at this year? Uh, it's in Virginia. In mm. the state of Virginia, some city in Virginia <laughs> that uh, oh, don't worry, I wasn't gonna. <laughs> I will have to wasn't look gonna up. press you, press me anymore. <laughs> I, will, I will have to look it up. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll be we'll be heading up there. We'll be we'll be seeing seeing our good friends there. Uh, hey, we yes. told you we were gonna do it. We told you we were gonna do it, uh, um, Earl. I, I, I'm wondering if you could assist me. I think so. While I'm uh, while I'm voicing what we're doing here, while I'm painting <laughs> the uh, the. The theater of the mind for folks. Uh, we'll be we'll be taking some uh, some photos of the the uh, the item that we have here, the, the product that we're going to be uh, sampling. Uh, you know what? I, yeah, we, this is a this is a good product, and uh, just for those that are actually in the radio business, there is no liquid in the studio. This is uh, this is there's nothing going on here. Nothing nothing going on at all. So we're we're gonna 
we're gonna take a, a notional uh, a sip here. Uh, now, Earl, you're opening up. This is. I mean, let me, let me let me describe the product first. This is a. Uh, this is Abraham Lincoln bourbon, and this comes from our good friends at the Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak is nestled in the in the knobs of Central Kentucky, uh, with the with its beautiful woods, waterfall, natural limestone spring. The land was clearly meant to be home to one of Kentucky's great bourbon distilleries. Now I've been there. Listen, this was did did the old internet search. I hadn't hadn't been up to Kentucky in a while, and uh, this is this is. The closest distillery there to Fort Knox that, that I know of, and it's the only distillery in that your first licensed distillery at, in in uh, what is it's Hardin County there that's just south of Fort Knox, uh, the first one ever uh, to be licensed since the Prohibition when they got rid of everything, so it's it's the first one back there and you know oh, wow. what, what's that a hundred years something you know yeah close enough yeah exactly right yeah Kevin would know he was there. Uh, or well, he might have been in China then, but yeah, that's a, no. I think at that point in time he was back over here. Okay, okay, got it, got it. So this is their first batch of bourbon out of the distillery. Now we've had the armored diesel, Patton's armored diesel, we've had in here before. Mm-hmm. That was a whiskey. Yes, this is oh, a, a good whiskey. Oh, it was a very good whiskey. It was a very good whiskey, and that was a, uh, if I recall, that was an eighty proof, uh, the 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 Patton uh, diesel, and in fact, uh, for for those that uh, you know, just a little, little trivia fact, Patton used to. You know, make his own uh, whiskey, you know, use a combination of this and that, whatever he'd find. But he used to put it in uh, the small diesel containers. Mm-hmm. And he would write Patton on it, and it would say Patton over diesel. Uh, you know, <laughs> so so nobody would touch the general's fuel. And, uh, it, you know, that's how he used to hide his, his, his whiskey, and they'd call it uh, Patton Diesel. Uh, as far as Abraham Lincoln. Now, what? what? Hey, Mike, why did, they, why did they choose Abraham Lincoln? Well, guess, guess what state Abraham Lincoln is from? He's, the birthplace of Abraham Lincoln is right there in Kentucky, right down the street. In fact, they make bottles of this, commemorative bottles of this, and the wood. I guess that's a cork. That's technically a cork, right? I mean, it's 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 a wooden. Would you call it a cork or a? a I'd call it a cork. Okay, I'll be the first one to admit I'm not an aficionado. Yeah, listen, it's, it's like not, a cork to me. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's not a. Uh, it's a traditional whiskey cork. It's not. It's not a cork like in a, a wine bottle. This one's got a, a cap on the top of it, but the wood in the commemorative bottles. Uh-huh. Is the wood from the tree there on uh, his property, and and that, a, nice. a tree a tree that's aged to have been there when Abraham Lincoln was there? So it's it's a commemorative bottle. This bottle here is a you know that's a standard regular you know modern day cork. I guess mm-hmm. I don't think that's a yeah, two hundred year old wooden piece n- of cork. No, it's a it's a modern day wooden or a wooden cap with a rubber type. There cork. you go. Okay, okay. This is Lincoln Strike Bourbon. It actually was released. Uh, was it February 12th, Lincoln's birthday this year? It was released. Bourbon Oak Distillery introduces newest straight bourbon. Uncut bourbon is connected to the legendary historic Abraham Lincoln, 16th president of the United States, well known in central Kentucky, well respected by the nation and the world. Straight bourbon has been aging to its maturity in charred white oak barrels and it's ready to be enjoyed responsibly. I believe this is, this batch is three and a half years in the, in the, uh, in the barrels. Nice. All right, Earl, you, you've got it there, and we're going to let you, uh, you do the first one. Here, slide this one over here. Let me, let me just see if I can, <laughs> well, see if I can do this at the same time. I, I got Irish handcuffs. <laughs> <Yeah. about. laughs> All right, here we go. We've got this in the, some of our finest china. and uh, we you, are, just, you just unwrapped it? Just unwrapped the finest china. Oh, very good smell. Uh, very uh, good smell. What is this? This is, this is 115 proof. Mm-hmm. 115 proof. Yeah, I'm getting, uh, let's see. Um... I'm getting oak. I'm definitely getting oak from it, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, there's yeah, yeah. oak. There's oak in there. Almost like maybe like a brown sugar smell. Yeah, brown sugar or maybe molasses. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. What are you getting on the What are you getting on the palate there? 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is very good. Let me see here. Let me take a let's let me try a little 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 taster taster's choice sip here. Even trying to give a play by play, just take a sip. Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> it's very no, it's very good. Wow, it's uh, it's complex. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's it's uh, it's clearly a, a good bourbon. It's not a, it's not a blend like you get out of some Ooh, of the, the cheaper uh-huh. stuff. This is a um, I'm I'm still getting that uh, a, like a little bit of that uh, like a little bit of dark brown sugar. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's not some some kind of like maybe like a cherry. I'm getting a little bit of fruit, maybe cherry in there. And these are just these are just flavors. I'm sorry, molasses. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's um. It's very, it's yeah, it's very nice and it's smooth too. It's a, uh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Uh, now you listen. You can get this at. We're gonna keep sampling this, by the way, folks. Oh, we're gonna, yeah. gonna, if the if the show sounds sloppy, it's the production. <laughs> it's not the it's not the guys yeah, on the radio. Yeah, just we'll, say. we'll blame the guy. It's not sampling anything. <laughs> the, uh, it's um, it's available now. You can't you can't because of uh, um, the laws in Kentucky. You know, some states you can. That that man, manufacturer make uh, alcohols you can buy online and they'll ship to certain states. Kentucky, they've got a law that says no, we don't do that. We don't ship. Yeah, figures. And and uh, so you're going to have to find one of the distributors that Boundary Oak, uh, you know, sells sells to and ends up in your in your local uh, liquor store, supermarket, whatever you happen to, you know, uh, you know, Seven Eleven, whatever your your state laws happen to be. Uh, go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com. It's Boundary Oak Distillery, and you can uh, you can see this, and and you could just go to the product tab. Uh, and, and and just go to the products page. It's all the way at the bottom. Uh, it's 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 the newest one. Now, uh, if you want to see this where you are, you want to taste this where you are, call your local distributor. Call your 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 alcohol distributor. You know the the, the big guy in town, mm-hmm. and say uh, mm, this is it. Yeah, this is what we want. We want we want some of this Boundary Oak. We want some of this Boundary Oak. If you happen to be on a military base, I think this might be coming to you soon. If you've got those those rights, those privileges. Mm. Uh, otherwise. Uh, uh, you know, drive your butt to Radcliffe, Kentucky, because you know, they got it there. Let's see. Uh, I'll tell you. Let's see some of the other places where you uh, you can get this from. Uh, let's let's take a look here. Let's see where uh, where it is available. Is there we go. We got a map. Oh, it's yeah. Just go to the, go to the website. Yeah, and go to the website, and you can see you can see the map. Uh, uh, you know, through all the distributors or where it's available regionally throughout the country now. And listen, this will be available more places. But it's going to be available more places when you say, hey, distributor, hey, liquor store, hey, supermarket, whatever it happens to be, I want me some Boundary Oak. I want me some Boundary Oak. And I'm telling you, this. look at the bottle. This, this bottle here is oh, it's beautiful. absolutely beautiful with the link on it. We'll pull, the, we'll pull some pictures. We'll throw them up on our website. We'll give you the link to Boundary Oak. But you need to, uh, you need to be looking at, you need to be, well, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Let me see if, let me see if it got any, uh, how it is here. Hold on, let me get it back in the cup here. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh Yeah, we got a backup uh, show ready to go just in case cuz uh, this is uh, this going to get sampled a little bit more I think <laughs> on the break. <laughs> you know, this is this is oh yeah. This is this is good stuff and it's um you know at that 115 proof I you know a little afraid that it's going to it's going to punch you in the face. No. It doesn't. Very it, good. It doesn't. It's uh and this is I th- you know we're listen we're doing we're doing the taste right now just uh, just room temp straight and it's nice. Uh, I've had it with a couple of drops of water in it to uh, to open it up. Uh, I've had the ice cube in it to, uh, to you know to allow it to open up even further. It stays just as just as complex, and it's 
you could drink it like this with well, just straight. It's not one of those, you know. Oh, it's a good, powerful one, but I got to cut it with something. Yeah. No, this. No, I, I, I like this straight up. Yeah, yeah, and, and and the water that you add to it just just opens it up. It makes it, you know, gives it that little more complexity. It lets it spread out over the uh, the, the taste buds. I guess is how it works. Uh, hey, folks, uh, you listen to Arms Room Radio coming to live from the Caltech Studio. Stick around. We we'll get back. We we'll talk about some uh, commercial driver license and firearms uh, commonalities. <laughs> Me? I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. Want to reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and stroke? Simple. Eat right. This is registered dietitian nutritionist Melissa Dobbins. A healthy diet can mean a healthier you. So eat a variety of proteins each week. Seafood, lean meat, poultry, beans, and nuts. 
Fill half your plate with fruits and vegetables at every meal. Choose foods that are lower in calories, fat, and sodium. Limit your alcohol and maintain a healthy weight. Let a registered dietitian nutritionist help you achieve your goals. Find one near you at eatright.org. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major allergens on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G U N T E C USA. Welcome back to Armageddon Radio, coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. Hey, well, last segment we were talking to you about Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery. I would be remiss if I didn't say uh, hello to Boundary Oak Distillery and uh, as, as our, our newest sponsor. We'll have all uh, we'll have all the ads and everything else up and running here in the next uh, next week or two. Uh, but I wanted to. Reach out and again say hello on the air to uh, to Melody, to Miles, to Tiffany, to Samuel, to Thomas, to uh, to Aaron or, or A A Ron as I call him A A Ron. <laughs> you done uh, messed up A A Ron. And to everybody else there that I may have I may have forgotten at uh, at Boundary Oak Distillery and, and check them out boundaryoakdistillery.com. Listen, we'll get I'll get this all posted up, all the links and everything on the old uh, on, on the my face uh, because we normally have I norm, when Kevin's here he's got his he brings the He's got his entourage, the interns, the uh, the, the legal right. assistants, mm-hmm. the the paralegals, and uh, without them here, you know, we're kind of we're kind of shorthanded. Earl's just got his two interns <laughs> with them. Uh, I've got uh, you know our social media staff sitting here with us, and then of course the studio audience. We're going to handle them, so it's, it's we're just a little shorthanded at the moment. So we'll get that up here on the next break, uh, unless of course I don't know. There's bourbon in the room, then you know all bets are yeah, off. So who knows? <laughs> who, who knows what's going to happen there? Hey, I want to talk to you about some uh, some commercial uh, driver's license regulation and how does Mike? How does this relate to the, the firearms industry? Well, I'm going to tell you how this relates to the firearms industry. And this I'm going to tie it all in. I'm going to tie it all in. I'm going to put it in a neat little bow, put my finger right on it, and tie it down. I might even double knot this one when I'm done. Okay. The uh, here here's what what struck me interesting with this. Uh, this is coming out of coming out of our our house and Senate up in uh, the federal up in uh, Washington D.C. Okay. They're examining because of the trucker shortage, mm-hmm. uh, so to lower the commercial driving age, interstate commercial driving lay, rain, or age to eighteen. And then, now let me let me let me tell you why uh, I, I've been looking forward to doing this story because uh, sitting in the room here with me is uh, is is a is a subject matter expert in both of these fields. Okay, uh, early early you've obviously Who? been you, you, you you've been in the. Uh, uh, in the firearms industry for for a bunch of years now. Uh, in addition to that, folks, if, if you've never caught us letting on about it, Earl's a a, a ten year experienced uh, a, a big big rig truck driver. Two well, two, two year three year ten, <laughs> ten year ten year eight I've, year. I've I've had a commercial license. Okay. Since I was eighteen. Okay. Florida used to call it a chauffeur's license. Right, the chauffeurs. Yes, yes. So as far as just generalizing category, you know, right. that category, 
yeah, this boundary looks good. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've had a commercial license for 30 years. Okay, okay. Uh, I've been active in that well over 20. Okay. I uh, did it originally. Uh, my father moved mobile homes. That's right. So yeah. just to drive yeah. the truck to right. help him around, I had to have that license. Right. Early on, you know, very limited experience actually pulling a trailer. Right. Know, but. Man, I've heard you can pull a train, though. Is that? Can you, can you, no. Yes. No. no. Okay. All right. Okay. No. Well, set of doubles. Yeah. Gotcha. That's it. I mean, the, yeah, closest the doubles. Thing. The doubles. Yeah, right. Road right. Train. The, yeah. That's, yeah. That's in Australia. Okay. That's three. That's three of them. That's eight or nine. Oh my! They'll is be, it really? Yeah. They'll be well over uh, four, three, four hundred feet long. Oh wow! You know, one truck okay. and multiple forty-five. I'm making foot a trailers. joke. I didn't know it was that long. I thought it was like three shorties <laughs> or something like that. No. Okay. That, that's triples out west in the United States. Okay. Okay. Florida on the turnpike will right. allow double 48-foot trailers. Oh, wow. That's but that's the only yeah. road. Okay. Okay. So so big rig experience. Very, a little you know, bit. A little, a little, little bit, bit of big rig experience. Okay. The, let's, let, let, now here's what I want to talk to you about with this. Obviously, we have a shortage of, of commercial drivers across uh, the nation. Now, listen, this is a, a couple of different reasons. Uh, you know, whether whatever, however the industry has looked at, uh, you know, there wasn't as much shipping going on around the country. Now, listen, trucking is the backbone of, uh, of all products moving through this country. Oh, um, uh, um, America moves on 18 wheels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, you can, you can go trains, airplanes, you can think whatever you want. They, they all move through these trucks. Ninety Something like 90% go through, go through the trucks. Um, the interstate rules, the federal rules currently are 21. Each state mm-hmm. can go down to 18, mm-hmm. uh, but, but in some are 18, some are 21 for commercial driver's licenses. But interstate, uh, if you want to take that, you want to drive that big, that big rig truck from, uh, you know, one point in your state to another point in your state and your truck says it's 18, that's okay. But if you want to cross that state line and do interstate commerce, the federal law currently says 21. Okay. All right. Here's what they, here's what they want to do because of the, the shortage of, of commercial driver's license. And again, the economy's picked back up. Right. So we, we had a shortage before, but now that uh, President Trump's in office and got the economy rolling again, we're even shorter than we were. Oh, yeah. uh, you, know, you know, two years ago. They want to lower the interstate big rig, commercial, chauffeur, whatever you want to call the driver's license, whatever your state happens to be, down to 18. Okay. And here's where I want to talk to you about. We've raised the age of firearms uh, in, in, many, in, in a couple of states now, mm-hmm. and the feds have proposed this also, obviously the, the liberal side, uh, you know, the, the anti-gun, course. anti-constitution side, to, to raise that to 21. But we're... we're it seems, I don't know, it directly opposed. Uh, you know what? We're going to raise the age of firearms to 21 because we don't think you're responsible enough to take this object that you control all by yourself, all by its lonesome, all in your hands. You either use it or you don't. You either take it out of your house, you take it out of your safe, you do or you don't, to 21. However... Here's the keys, and obviously you have to go get some training. You have to get, you have to pass a, you know, commercial driver's license is not one that they, uh, you just go down and take the written test and you get your license. You, no, you know, uh-uh. you no. know, there is there is extensive training to it to to get a commercial driver's license. Let's because we happen to be sitting in Florida, our minimum, uh, you know, what, what kind of test do you have to take? A road test or? Oh yeah, there's there's a skills test, I mean, road test. There's written tests. Um, there's also if there's accompanying endorsements to go along with that. Okay. To see there's. There's, and there's also different classifications. Okay. Uh, Florida went along with, it's now a national system of CDL, commercial driver's license. Okay. There's A, B, C, D, and E. Okay. E is if you're driving just your own personal vehicle. 
All right. All right. I'm skipping all the way to the top. Gotcha. A, right. which is a combination vehicle, which is a, everybody knows the tractor trailers, the, yeah. the double trailers, or even in places out west, the triple trailers. Yeah. That's an A. Yeah. And uh, you would think it goes with it, but you also need an air brake endorsement. Uh, if you're going to haul hazardous materials, you need a hazardous materials endorsement, which also includes a background check by, I believe it's Homeland Security. I've, I've noticed right. that in going into a few different secured facilities, uh, typically they're, they're government contractors. Okay. They want to see my driver's license, and all they're doing is they're just looking to see if I have that hazmat endorsement, okay. Okay. knowing I've been background checked. Yes. I'm a good guy. Yeah, there and, you go. And that's it. No, right. no other paperwork or anything like that. They know you've been through the, the extent, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the additional checks and requirements. Okay. So, Earl, let me ask you, your firearms trainer, been in the firearms industry for, for many years. You, you, you had the extensive training in commercial driver's license. Let's say you get that at 18. Um, again, there's there's no right to drive. It, driving is a privilege mm-hmm. in, the, in the United States. Uh, we, we understand the Constitution. Uh, you know, listen, look at Heller, look at McDonald, look at everything else. It's a right. It's not a privilege. You have the right to firearms. But the argument is I'm responsible enough at 18 to drive. I mean, what's a typical load in a 48 or a 53-footer? Most common maximum weight is 80,000 pounds. 80,000 pounds. Vehicle and cargo. So I could take 80,000 pounds, vehicle and cargo, going you know, you know, 60, 70 miles an hour, whatever the speed limit happens to be. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Right. But to take this firearm that I would carry concealed and, and it's for my self-defense, I'm not, I'm not responsible enough based on my age. Yeah, that, that doesn't make sense to me either. Okay. You, know, here okay. you, you can, here at 18, they, they say it's okay to operate a potentially dangerous machine. Correct. But yet, you've got to be 21 to operate another potentially dangerous machine. Right, right. And I, listen, I would venture to say, even with uh, all the training and everything in a big rig, um, it's it's. There, I, it would, it's still riskier and more dangerous because let's say with, with my firearm, I don't have to worry about somebody cutting me off mm-hmm. or riding through an intersection in a rainy, you know, uh, you know they, they're blowing a red light and ending up, under, under, ending up under my front tires. Oh, yeah. Under my firearm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, so the, 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 the training, the responsibility, the quickness, the reflexes, the maturity, the responsibility is much greater, I believe, with driving the, the big rig. Yeah, if you're behind the wheel, there, there's a potential of, of something bad happening all over the place. You know, it's, right. It's, you've got, also, you know, you've got, got to look at how you're operating it. Right. And Grant, you know, I'll, I'll concede that, okay, you're a, you're a skilled operator, you know what you're doing, but then you've also got to be a mind reader. Yeah. And try and figure out what every other person out there operating their machine right their cars right typically you don't have to worry about the other truck drivers you gotta worry about everybody else in their cars exactly right exactly right yeah it's just uh i don't think they thought that through i don't no. think they thought uh-uh. that through you know you want to you want to make it 18 that's fine just just back off on the firearms age yeah you know uh hey listen arms radio coming to you live from caltech studio stick around we're gonna be talking about 22s when we get back The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, 
Brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Hey, welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. Hey, this is the Hometown Heroes Alliance segment of the program, dedicated to helping injured, hurt, and wounded heroes and the families of fallen heroes through adventures, compassion, and care. Check them out and get involved and make a donation today at hometownheroesalliance.org. That's hometownheroesalliance.org. Hey, for those of you tuning in to, uh, to hear uh, uh, Attorney Kevin Maxwell today, he is, uh, he's, he's, out, of the, he's out, of the, out of the show today. He's out, he's out of the pocket. He's out of the pocket today. I don't mean he's out of the show. He's he's just not here <laughs> no, for the show no. today. No, no, he'll be back next week. He'll be he'll be back next week. In fact, if you can go, you can go listen to our, our previous uh, recordings right now with him if if you miss him that much. And uh, you know he was on last week. Uh, you know, sharing the big chair with Earl. So uh, 
uh, you know, check check back next week. Uh, I already had a, had, a, had a couple of questions come through. Where's Kevin? Where's Kevin? He's he's got a charity event. He's at the Wild Turkey Federation. Wild Turkey Federation uh, uh, dinner that's going on tonight. Yes. So so uh, so he'll be back. Uh, hey, I I want to uh, I want to talk to you folks about uh, why you should own a twenty two. Well, because they're fun. They're very fun. They're very fun. I I, I think the uh, my first uh, I, you know before we even get into the story before we get into the story I think the one thing that you should know right off the top of your head is that twenty two ammo is available again. Now, oh, yes. I I think like gasoline. Remember when gasoline went up to three, almost four dollars a gallon. Uh, prior to that, you know, we were seeing gas down at uh, back at the dollar point. You know, some you know dollar, dollar and a quarter was what gasoline was. How old are you? <sighs> oh, this is this is <laughs> this would have been uh, you know pre nine eleven. Yeah, you know, so we're talking seventeen years ago now, coming up on seventeen years ago. Mm-hmm. So prior to then, it was a dollar, dollar and a quarter. Well, then that that's turmoil in the Middle East. So obviously, the you know that's that's reason enough for the gasoline companies to raise their price. Oh, that, they only need a hint. Of a problem, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, five cents a gallon. Ex- exactly. Right now, and there, there was, you know, nothing going on that needed it. Obviously, you had the war effort going on, and and, and, there, and there were tensions, or what do they call it? Futures are in, in doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, if, if you think that, uh, you know, what I, it was on the way in today, I got it uh, here in Florida. It was at two sixty-five a gallon. Is where I, where, I, where I picked it. Okay. Uh, um, and uh, you know, it was you know, I've been, I've been back and forth to Louisville this 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 week, and it's, it ranges uh, up and down a quarter. Uh, you know, along the route over here on the East Coast. I know out folks out on the West Coast, you're paying a lot more. But if you think, you know, oh, okay, let's see, it's two sixty five. That means uh, let's see, the the gas station's got to make a little uh, money, so it's probably two sixty a gallon is what it costs the gas company to make the gas. No, 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 no. no. Uh, the 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 barrel price of gas is is still about the same as it was. You mm-hmm. know, uh, then it's 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 focused again. So these people are actually uh, making. A killing. All oh, I, yes. All I ask for is a, a couple meetings alone with the gas company executives so I could have a come-to-Jesus <laughs> meeting with them. I remember watching years ago a, uh, a How It's Made. They were making an oil tanker. Okay. At that point in time, according to the, the TV show, it was the largest oil tanker. Okay. All right. I can't remember the price tag specifically, but it was hundreds of millions of yeah. dollars. Yeah. Four trips. Yeah. And it paid for itself. Yeah. Yeah. Four Trips. Right, right, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. That's it. That's it's that's ridiculous, ridiculous. So with the price of gas, it's gone up and it's stayed up, and we it's never coming back down again. You know why? Because we'll pay it. No, they, they know we'll pay for it. Well, mm-hmm. twenty two ammo, the the the, oh, the, yeah. the same has happened. Now, yep. twenty two ammo used to be two to three cents around for for twenty two ammo. Used to be able to get a, a box of fifty for a buck, buck and a quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe two dollars on the high end. Yeah, uh, that's so, the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that so you're looking at three four cents around. Um, after the, uh, the the Sandy Hook scare, uh, I, I don't want to get too deep in this. We'll get in, we'll get into it a little bit. the The price of twenty two ammo went up drastically because it disappeared. Right. Well, twenty two ammo wasn't in demand. What what had happened was they needed nine mil and five five six, so they retooled all the machines to make nine mil and five five six because right. nobody ever thought they would run out of twenty two. Mm-hmm. Well. They ran out of twenty two. Remember, three eighty went bad. It, you yeah. know, it went out. You know, it was gone. But they could, they could, nine mil could easily be adapted back down to three eighty. So three eighty came around. But for two years, you couldn't get twenty two ammo for less than a quarter around. Uh, I saw it at, at the peak of the craziness. Right. I saw it going for a dollar around. Yeah, yeah, it's it's for twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, oh my you, gosh, I, you could buy a five thousand round case before that for two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, 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 I mean, uh-huh. you absolutely did. You know, and. 
you know, two cents around is what, what, what you could get it for. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's come back down. Now, it's not, again, just like gasoline, it's never going to be back where it was, but it's back at five, six cents around now. So it, it, it's, it's ex- inexpensive enough to where you can go out and go, hey, I'm going to try and shoot that can with my left hand while standing on my right foot with, with one <laughs> eye closed. You're doing a skills test. I mean, yeah, not, not goofing yeah. around, you know, trying to simulate what might happen if you get punched in one arm mm-hmm, or the leg or something mm-hmm. like that. You can plink with 22 ammo and not have to worry about hearing pink, cha-ching, plink, cha-ching, <laughs> plink, cha-ching. You know, it's, 10, 20, yeah, 30, 40, exactly. 50, 60. You know, you can, you can have a little fun with it. So 22 ammo is cheap again. Yes. Uh, few things in the sporting world are as much fun as plinking around with a 22 long rifle. The semi-automatic pistol, the rifle, no matter what it is, it's uh, it's all a good time. Now, the 22 pistol isn't all fun. They are some of the most practical firearms to own. This is, you know, listen, I learned to uh, shoot a revolver on a 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a Smith & Wesson K-22. Right. Uh, it was the old, uh, what did they, they called it, the... Uh, uh, the Smith West, yeah, Smith West Model K22. Oh, no, it was a different name for it. They called it the, uh, oh boy, I remember it had a had, had a nickname. Um, I'm getting a text at 3 a.m. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I remember got the it. name. I remember I got the it. name. I got it. So it, it, it looked basically like uh, like an old Model 10, uh, Model 10, Model 19, Smith & Wesson uh, blued revolver. Uh, and But it had, uh, you could put, I believe it was eight or nine rounds in it. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Uh, but it, it, it felt the same. It mm-hmm. was... You trained on this 22, and then guess what? When it was time to step up to, you know, the 38 or the 357, there was there was no gap in uh, in, in user memory, no yeah. gap in muscle memory there whatsoever. The only thing that changed was the felt recoil. Exactly right, exactly right. That the fundamentals uh, were were all were all the same. The jeez, uh, oh man, I cannot remember. Is the, the K22 is called the. Oh, I know you folks. I know you're screaming at uh, screaming at the radio uh, right now. It's uh, uh, listen. If you got the twitters on there, do it. It's, it's at uh, Arms Room Mike or at Arms Room Earl. Shoot us up there, and uh, and and we will shoot us a tweet. Yeah, shoot Don't us a tweet. Shoot us. Shoot us a tweet, and, I, and I'll get the right name out there. I'm having a little uh, Boundary Oak Distillery uh, bourbon. <laughs> yeah, memory, sure. Blame it on memory them. gap here. Uh-huh. Yeah, you did this before that. <laughs> yeah. So. That was definitely one of them. The the, the Smith and Wesson K twenty K twenty two the uh, the Colt Frontier. Uh, model. Um, listen, I, I have uh, the Harrington and Richardson, nice. uh, the the H the old the old H and R series, six twenty two seven twenty two. I think that I think that's what they were. Uh, the Colt Woodsman. If you got into the semi autos, yeah. Uh, the Browning I've, Buckmark. I've got um, both my wife and I have a uh, Smith and Wesson twenty two A's. Okay, my uh, my uh, uh, daughter is in the new ruger 2245s mm-hmm. with a with a suppressor on it mm-hmm. uh, a little, little, little suppressor Body-o-do. well you know you know why because because daddy owns a class three shop well you, <laughs> listen folks you could buy you could buy a 22 suppressor for 79 dollars okay it's not breaking the bank we're not putting one on a 4570 you know we're, we're not talking about a thousand dollar suppressor 79 dollars go get your tax stamp and here's the benefit that, that i found to this when I'm when you're standing with your child, with you know, and I think we probably started shooting, you know, together at seven or eight years old with her. Uh, now she's uh, she's she's a couple years older, but when you stand there with your child on your range and you're wearing your headphones, and even though you're you're on a range and you're wearing headphones, you you're talking louder. So you turn to the child and say, "Do it like this." Yeah. Do it like that. You know what the child hears? Why is Daddy yelling at me? Exactly right. But if you go to a range or you go out back and you go somewhere you can shoot and you have your suppressor on your firearm. And you've got it below subsonic, and you're using subsonic ammo. I talk to my child the same way I'm talking to all of you right now. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't hear why is daddy or mommy yelling at me. It's 
we're having a conversation the same way we would be, you know, playing sports or anything else, learning any other new, uh, new athletic activity. So that's why I have the suppressor on there for her because it was, it was a more comfortable and learning environment for her. Oh yeah. When, um, you know, that, and that's, that's always better. Yes. If they're, if they're more comfortable, they're more likely to have fun, enjoy it and, and learning better. Yep. Yep. Exactly right. Exactly right. So folks, why Oda 22? I'll give you why Oda 22 and jump in here, Earl. Uh, you, you, as they say in baseball, you learn the fundies. Yep. Learn the yep. fundamentals on the 22. You can oh, get, yes. you can use revolvers, you can use semi-autos that operate the same way as the big guns. This is an easy way to go out and get that muscle memory down. Now, I guess, listen, if you're a precision shooter and you're worried about it, it's, it's three grams of pull on my you know, trigger. I, yeah, I get that. But you want to go out and you want to get your trigger pulls in? You know, you, you got your cert and you can start pulling your cert laser pistol that way. But how about, you know what, I actually want to hear ping, ping, yeah. ping, mm -hmm. but I want to put 500 rounds down range and I don't want to do it at a at a quarter or 45 cents around, 50 cents around, going from 9 mil through uh, through 45, I could do it on the 22. Oh, yes. The price is back on the 22 ammo. Get out there. Get out there and shoot. They're fun. Exactly right. Hey, folks, uh, stick around. we got more show coming up for you next hour. But until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Maybe you'll get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be your host and guide for the remainder of the program. we got about, about just about an hour left here. I mean, an hour left minus the words that I've said so far just since I said uh, welcome back. Just an hour today. I mean, we'd probably be here next week, I'm guessing, oh, okay. next week, but uh, just an hour, just an hour today. Hey, on my right is the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Hey, pass me that bottle. Pass you the you pass it back this way. You're yeah. let's get to your hand. 
you know, when I was up there at uh, with our, fr- our nearest friends up there at uh, Boundary Oak Distillery in uh, Radcliffe, Kentucky, they uh, I, I said, uh, you know, uh, Earl, he's the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. And they said, uh, and one of the girls said, you know what? I'm the great, 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 so eight uh, granddaughter. Uh, and I was like, uh, we got to get you guys together. <laughs> but but I, listen, this is in Boone County across the street from a, yeah. from Boone. Just, you know, everything is Boone. There's a, uh-huh. there's everything going on up there. Where there was a, now, I did see a Boone's farm, but that's not the cheap uh, wine you, uh, <laughs> you, you, the, the, you know. that uh, I've never had any of that. Yeah, well, you know, good for you. <laughs> good, good for you. That, uh, that, that, you know what that means? That means you were never a 17-year-old girl around any of my <laughs> friends growing up. Because <laughs> that was, their, that was their, uh, their, their method of, oh, this, I think that girl likes me. You just gave her a bottle of Boone's Farm. Of course she likes you. She needs you to drive her home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, but uh, yeah, that's, uh, it's, when they, when they call it a wine, I, 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 don't, I don't think it counts in the category of wine. I think it counts in the category of uh, crap. That's what it, <laughs> what it, what it counts It's in a bottle and it's got a cork. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, I know I believe this is a Chateau Screwtop. Oh. You know? Yeah, it's very, very upscale. Oh, very upscale. Was it a Card Bordeaux? Card Bordeaux. Ooh, yes. Very good. Card Bordeaux. <laughs> that's, that's a very nice one. That's a good, that's a, that's a very good month, Card Bordeaux. <laughs> the, uh, uh, again, so yeah, there's a lot, a lot of boons, a lot of boons up there in, that, in, in them there parts. Well, so. as you're, you know, you like to point out to me, he did get around. He got around. Listen, he was, he, a, he was a walking. On, he'd go on numerous hunting trips yeah, yeah i'm doing i'm doing the air quotes yeah, yeah, yeah. for years at a time right right well it's a long trail listen i know listen i've 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 walked the entire width of the appalachian trail before it's 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 not a <laughs> good uh, three four foot wide huh? it's, it, it is it's a it's <laughs> I've, I've definitely done it so yeah I, I i understand i understand uh yeah nine or ten months or you see me or you know three or four years yeah that's mm-hmm. that's just enough time to forget the discomfort at the house yeah <laughs> lo- long enough twice his wife Move, you know, thought he died and moved back home up to Northeast with his, with her parents. He'd come back home, found out she went back, you know, moved back yeah. with her parents, went back and got her. Yeah. 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 Hey, I'm still alive. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going hunting again. I wonder if, yeah, I wonder if you made a lot of racket on the way up the driveway. You know, <laughs> <laughs> give the new guy time to get out the back window. <laughs> oh, my, listen, my old, uh, my old platoon sergeant in the army. This is, this is how old we are. You um, are. Uh, hey, hey, you're like the <laughs> two, three months different than me. Six. Uh, all right. Um, and uh, we would come out of the field, and some days you'd come out a little bit early, and he would say, uh, spend a quarter, save a marriage. Yeah. But, uh, let the spouse know, you're, hey, we're just out of the field a day or two early. I'm on the way home. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, he would tell them to do that. So, uh, Hey, uh, we're, we're, we're going to jump back into some gun stuff here. We're going to jump into some gun stuff. And uh, I... I have you have you been following uh, the the three D printing? Yeah, I've been hearing a lot. About what do we it. call this? What do we call this? Uh, shenanigans. Uh, obviously, the three D printing is not the shenanigans part. It's all the objections and everything going on with the three D printing that that, that uh, we want we want to talk to you about uh, for a bit here. Um, the the one that uh, I thought uh, was the most ridiculous this past week is uh, Senator Richard uh, Blumenthal. Uh, he's uh, where was he? He's a uh, Connecticut Democrat out of Connecticut. He gets up there and, and does his uh, does his little song and dance with the uh, these are ghost guns. Now that you can print a uh, you can print a gun on the internet, uh, it's a ghost gun. Well, the pictures he gets and Earl he brings up 
it's got to be, uh, uh, you know, three feet tall, you know, by five foot wide cardboard. And on this piece of cardboard is two complete, with accessories, AR-15, 16-inch, 18-inch barrels, everything all over them. You know, uh, full full stocks. You know, uh, you know, uh, aluminum rails. Uh, you know, metal upper. Was he hanging around with the uh, the uh, the other ghost gun guy <laughs> yeah. with the, thir- the thirty second clip? Right, right. Oh no, thirty rounds in half a second. Yep, yep. Uh, he he's holding up this sign, and 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 he says, "These are ghost guns. They're ghost guns uh, coming." To a school near you, coming to a theater near you, coming to a sports stadium, to any public place. These guns are the new wave of American gun violence. Not even TSA could stop them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, clearly he has no clue what he's talking about. I'm I'm, I'm looking at this, I'm looking at this knucklehead going, uh, okay. All right. You, You can you can make a lower receiver. That's the little serial numbered part mm-hmm. uh, that uh, if you're going to buy from a dealer that you can make out of plastic. Now, I don't want to throw any names out there because, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't people uh, sending send Kevin Maxwell notes that we need to cease and desist or anything like that. But there is a company out there, a couple of companies out there that make lower receivers out of plastic parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and it's a, it's, they, they tried to say uh, you know, they made it out of that with that high tension plastic poly with the fiber, like, like you can get a Glock or a, uh, mm-hmm. a Springfielder along those lines. Uh, what I know they are is crap. You and I have seen them. Um, as soon as you put a couple of rounds through them, they split. Go ahead. I broke one by, by I didn't stomp on it. I just put my foot on the side of it yep. and yep. applied my weight. Right. And I cracked it. I remember we put one on the roof of the shop and uh, <laughs> I left it up there for a week, uh, like I got a, 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 inside a metal garbage can lid and came back and it was, uh, it was half the height that it used to be. Mm. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it worked its way down in height. So, uh, yeah, you could probably you know put a round or two through them, but uh, it's nothing. It, it, it is nothing whatsoever that that is a threat to anyone. But the the, the comical part is looking at the forty one fifty uh, chrome molly steel barrel, uh, looking at the aluminum rails, looking at the uh, the, the aluminum stock, the you know the the, the aluminum the full, receivers, the aluminum receivers, the full bolt carrier groups, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, made a ninety three ten and Carpenter one five eight, some of the heaviest steels around, uh-huh. and and this guy saying they're undetectable. Undetectable, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be able to take them into air, airplanes, and the TSA's never gonna know. Never mind that they're thirty two inches overall length. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna hide that, dude. <laughs> you know, it's a, uh, well, it's a, don't mind that. It's a limp. You know, I got me, yeah. I got me a little limp. Is is that a rifle in my pants, or am I just really glad to yeah, see you? Yeah, ex- exactly right, exactly right. So yeah, we're, I'm gonna talk to you about. Uh, we're gonna come back in. Uh, Next segment, we're going to get a little more into, into detail on these 3D guns and, and what's going on there. But uh, you, what the, the thing you need to know is that uh, Blumenthal, uh, there's a couple of states out there. You got uh, you know Connecticut, uh, uh, Colorado that are that are filing lawsuits against uh, uh, you know Cody Wilson being able to release these plans on the internet. So we'll talk about that when we get back. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Kill Six Studio. Stick around. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity, 
turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. 
Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Uh, hey, we are talking to you last segment, and then we're going to talk to you this segment about the printing of 3D firearms. Now, if you... Uh, Hashtag downloadable death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was that? Who said that? Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. Uh, uh, Samantha. Samantha. <laughs> uh, yeah, she. Uh, she. She's a. Well, she's. She's a whack job. You know. She, we, we. We saw that. Uh, she's. A, she's. She's gone over the top. Um. Uh, where, where was she? She was at. Uh, was it NRA show last year? Uh, Dallas when we were there. I think so. Yeah, and. and uh, yeah, there was supposed to be a big. Yeah. Big protest and correct, all that. Correct, correct, correct. I don't remember anything. Well, it was it was over in the park, actually near our hotel, and it we was, were five miles away from the convention. Yes, yes, but they were in the, <laughs> exactly. They, she was in a park over near our hotel, and they had uh, armed security guarding her and her protest. Imagine that yeah, protesting that, yeah. guns with armed security. Well, you know she got to stay safe. You know yeah, she's yeah. she's listen. It's 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 George Orwell. It's you know some mm-hmm. pigs are more equal than others. She has privilege. So she has the right to guns. Yeah, those that uh-huh. are that don't have privilege uh, don't have you know don't have the right to right to firearms. So you know she's important. She's famous. She has the right to guns. Yeah, you know. So that's that's uh, that's you're getting off topic there. But uh, it, it, you know what? Uh, she can uh, hashtag uh, you know kiss my butt. You know <laughs> you know whatever it is. <laughs> uh, you know she, she's she's a she's a hashtag hypocrite. Um, the three uh, D printed guns. This is something that came out. Uh, it's a defense distributor, Cody Wilson. Uh, Cody Wilson there at Defense Distributed. I, I want to say it's it's five or six years ago now uh, that uh, you know he first released the 3D printed gun. Now I know you and Kevin talked about it last week. That the model is the Liberator. Now if you look at the Liberator model, it's a, it's a piece of plastic, you know, with a yeah. with an AR grip on it. And if you put more than a 22 or a, a nine mil round in there, if you put the second nine mil round through it, you don't have a pistol. What you have is a, a small hand grenade, and it's going to blow up in your hand. Uh, as you pull the trigger, because it is plastic. Uh, unlike what Senator uh, uh, Richard, I'm going to call him Dick, Dick Blumenthal, uh, you know, uh, put out there on the old uh, his his his, his uh, press conference last week. There, there's there's no there's no metal parts. There's no you know because you you know Earl, evidently he's talking about the ghost guns with you know seven pounds of aluminum and steel that found a way to go through the X-ray detectors uh, and the sniffers and everything else that the that the TSA can't find. He's got. Uh, <laughs> It's a ghost gun. You know what? Basically, what it means is it doesn't exist in this dimension. Oh, okay. it, uh, it exists in another. And when you get through TSA, a unicorn comes over and poops it and uh, and gives it to you. And you've got magic <laughs> unicorn fairy fart dust unicorn ghost guns. Because if you've seen this picture, this guy's a whack job, uh, Blumenthal, uh, Senator Dick Blumenthal. But. The, uh, there was a there was a lawsuit filed. Remember, the Second Amendment Foundation uh, said, uh, I, "I'm sorry." The federal government, the uh, Department of State, came along and said, "You can't release that because it's a violation of the ITARS, the International Trade uh, Regulations." They said it's a it's firearm prints and plans. It's a weapon of war, so you can't uh, let that go out over the internet because people overseas could download it. Uh, and 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 they went against uh, defense distributed. Well, uh, our good friends, uh, you know, Mr. Alan Gottlieb and and at uh, all over there at the Second Amendment Foundation came to a agreement with the federal government last month that said, uh, well, we also have a new administration now. They said, uh, yeah, I remember when we said we, uh, we can't do that. Yeah, well, we, go, go ahead. You can do it now. In fact, uh, here's some, uh, here, here's some, here's some uh, money back for all the fines and for all the legal fees you had to go through. There you go. So, 
Now he's been able to download it, or he's he's put it, uh, Cody's put it back online so you can download it. I don't see what everybody's freaking out about. There's already a law that was enacted in uh, 1988. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm I'm lousy at math, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. That already makes it illegal to make untraceable guns. And if they're wanting, you know, I don't know why they're wanting more laws and all that. We've already got laws on there that make it illegal. So. You're, let you, them make it that they want to. Right, and and, and uh, let's see, let's see, let, let's 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 clarify what untraceable is. Untraceable is you get a gun that has a serial number, and you take the serial number off. Okay, uh, you're trying to make you're trying to make something that is traceable untraceable, because you're allowed to make your own firearm. Exactly. You could go buy yourself form, form eight, one. You could exactly right. You could buy yourself an eighty percent receiver. Mm-hmm. You could cut it down. You could you could go get you a. a Go get you one of them 3D printers and get you some plans. In fact, I think you saw something. The only one they're having problems with is uh, is the plans for the 1911 because every time they try and print it, <laughs> the it, printer jams. It jams. <laughs> 1911 That's jokes, folks. A joke. We got That's them right here. <laughs> uh, the uh, so you're allowed to you're allowed to create your own firearm. You just have to you know do the paperwork. You don't even have to put serial numbers on them. You just have to declare it and and create it. You're allowed to manufacture your own firearm. Please check your state laws. Yes. Some states, but according to the federal government, you're allowed to manufacture your own firearm. According to the federal government, you are even allowed to manufacture your own suppressor. Absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. Provided it's legal in your state. Exactly right. Exactly right. So this 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 gun here, this Liberator, and now you look at this Liberator and it's, uh, uh, like we said, it's, uh, it's, it's nothing you're going to do any damage with except maybe to your own hand when you pull the trigger. I don't have any doubt that in 10 years or 20 years from now, the capability to print firearms will 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 vastly improve, it, it, but it's the same way on any metal piece. You know, with moving parts, you'll be able to make all the moving parts and put it together. Listen, you know, ten years ago, a three D printer for plastic was five thousand dollars. Now they're a couple hundred bucks plus your spool of plastic. Oh yeah, technology is always yeah. going to improve. I mean, they're they're quote unquote three D printing with concrete. Yeah, houses. Yep. They, they can they can you know put up a house in hours. Yep. I think it was like less than twelve hours. Right. They, right. They bring this machine on on location and it there's an arm with a you know hose and a yeah. spout on it and yeah. it you know goes over this uh path yep. and just spits it out. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. So They'll improve. So I think the argument of, well, the gun's not that dangerous, I, I, listen, that's a bad argument. Don't make that argument when you're out there talking to your anti-gun friends and your anti-3D printer friends. The argument is, uh, listen, uh, you're allowed to have your own firearm. You're allowed to make your own firearm now. What difference does it make if I'm hand-carving it with, uh, you know, on, a, on, a, on a, a Dremel and a, uh, a drill press on an on a, on a 80% lower that I bought, mm-hmm. or, or I'm putting it through a 3D printer? What difference does it make? Uh, I'll tell you what, here's my angle on all of this. Prior to 1968, you didn't have to buy a firearm through a, a federally firearms licensed dealer. You know what you bought? You bought it. You could buy it online. Well, I guess I'm sorry. There was no online. <laughs> there was no online. I guess Al Gore may have been buying them online. You could mail order <laughs> yeah, them back he, then. He, he created yeah. the internet. <laughs> you, could, you could mail order them and get them delivered to your, to your house, to, your, to, to wherever you were. Now... Well, that's horrible, Mike. No, you know, there's nobody could do background checks, and 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 everybody could run rampant and crazy. Well, listen, obviously society has changed, but I'll tell you, prior to 1968, ask how many mass shootings there were, 
And uh, it, well, let me see. I'm going to go with uh, none. Yeah. Uh, nothing, nothing to the, you know what we have going on today. Now, the reason the Gun Control Act of 1968 came around, there was a there was a shooting in the early 60s. I'm trying to remember, is because a young man uh, ordered himself a Carcano rifle through the mail and uh, shot and killed President Kennedy with it. Mm. Which is which is why you could, you 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 stopped being able to purchase firearms through the mail. Now, you want to go after something, go after the Gun Control Act of 1968. Because all that did was prevent people that could legally own a firearm from owning firearms. Some people don't, you know, listen, they couldn't drive into town. They couldn't, uh, you know, go, go all the way across town to, to buy it. You know, if you're a farmer out there in the countryside and you're working at farm, you know what you did? You got your Sears catalog in the mail. You mailed them, a, you know, your, some, some cash or a check or whatever it was. And you got your gun in the mail. What it did, what it systematically did was take firearms out of the hands of legal citizens that could own them. Because now you took away their ability to go purchase firearms in the method they had. You want to go after something, go after the Gun Control Act of 1968. That's my feeling right there. Uh, you, you, a, a bad guy, it doesn't take the time to, one, order the gun, have it sent somewhere, pick it up. The bad guy is not going to take the time to get himself a 3D printer, get himself the spool, get himself the plans, uh, spend a, a, you know, a week watching the printer work back and forth and build this gun for four, five, six hundred dollars after total investment, as opposed to going and stealing a gun out of a car or going to pay fifty dollars uh, on the street corner for a stolen gun. That's yeah. what they need. That's what we need to be worried about. Again, is that the felons and the criminals are able to get their hands on guns. And how does that? How do you stop from a, a felon with a gun? A good guy with a, a gun. Guy with a gun, and all you're doing is telling good guys they can't have their own guns. Yeah. Everybody fails to realize and remember. Only law-abiding citizens follow any of these laws exactly they're looking right. at. They're, they're, I have yet to hear any politician or anybody yep. talking about how to take firearms away from criminals. Yeah, They're only yeah. looking at making sure you and I, the law-abiding citizen, right. makes it harder for us to get them. There's to, a couple, couple of states yeah, there's a couple states out there that said, we don't want these uh, distributed here, so they filed an injunction. They got nobody to file an injunction again. It's in a different state. You know, whatever. <laughs> hey, listen, Arms Room Radio uh, coming to you live from the Killtech Studios. Stick around. Be back in a few. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program with all of the above and more selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. 
had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next and how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. It's pouring rain. It's real dark outside. Your heart starts beating really, really fast. You've never done anything so hard in your life. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. It's such extreme pain, you don't understand how you can finish. I began to feel that there was no way I was ever going to have my title, U.S. Marine. It takes special inner strength, courage, and desire to do this. I was just thinking, I'm so close. I'm so close. And when I, I finished, I was like, I'm done. I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me straight in front of me, put her arm on my shoulder and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Marine Captain Garrett T. Lawton died August 4th, 2008, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Lawton, 31, of Charleston, West Virginia, was assigned to Marine Corps Forces Special Operations Command, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. He was killed in action while supporting combat operations in Herat Province, Afghanistan. Lawton, an FA-18D weapons systems operator assigned to Camp Lejeune, was died of wounds sustained in an improvised explosive attack. 
Born in Buford in December 1976, he lived in South Carolina until age four. He joined the Marine Corps in 1996, pinning on his captain's bars in 2004. He earned two Purple Hearts, one for the incident August 4th and another in May for injuries sustained in another IED attack. Marine Captain Garrett T. Lawton, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960 and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Imaginary Kevin, for uh, that uh, th- those kind words. Yeah, 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 sounds like he's here. I know, I know. It's going to be good. Yeah, Magic he was, of radio. He was kind enough to, to leave us the leave us that drop, so we were able to, <laughs> able, able to bring you Kevin's Kevin's voice today again. Kevin, folks, don't worry about it. Kevin will be back next week. He's off at the the Turkey Federation, the Wild. What's the name of it? I always mess this up, and I'm trying not to. National Wild Turkey Federation. National Wild Turkey Federation's uh, a charity event tonight. So uh, I'm hoping that he has a good time, and they raise a raise raise a lot of funds up there for uh, for for the people that uh, that are in need of them. So. So check check them out as well. Um, hey, uh, normally on the line with us, we would have uh, 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 Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Ground controls a major bill, but uh, he is not with us t- today. He is uh, he is currently uh, on on duty uh, out on a call. We just got the message from him that he, he couldn't call in. He's busy doing cop stuff. He's doing cop stuff. He doing cop. You know, you know, he's out there violating people's civil rights for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> The rights violator. How many tickets can I write you? <laughs> Let's find out. So I have his story here. So uh, that uh, we're gonna we're gonna go over this with uh, without Major Bill. Listen, if he happens to call in uh, during this segment, I didn't do nothing. Yeah, I didn't do nothing. nothing. These ain't my pants. These I my, didn't do nothing. These are my cousin's pants. <laughs> what what happened was, all right. Uh, all things cops here, by the way. You know, Alex, I'll take all things cops here for two hundred dollars. Uh, <laughs> entire police force walks off job, cites low wages. And cruisers don't work. Well, okay. it works. It, it, it runs great. It just don't start. <laughs> Dang it. You beat me to it. <laughs> Sorry. The entire police force in Blandford, Massachusetts, walked off the job this past Monday and pointed to low wages, cruisers that don't work, and bulletproof vests that did not fit, among other things. You know, good-fitting bulletproof vests, yeah, it's, it's, a, yeah, it's, it's kind of an essential. It makes it yeah, nice. Kind of essential. Uh, they announced their departure via Facebook. Well, you know, it's, 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 they must have been younger, younger guys. Uh, attention, Blandford residents. If you have a police fire or medical emergency, please continue to call 911 as you normally would. Until further notice, please call the Russell State Police Barracks. Now, that's not the state of Russell. It's the Russell State Police Barracks in Massachusetts. The Russell State Police Barracks, and they gave the phone number if you need any other police services. The entire Blandford Police Department resigned this evening, effective immediately. And again, this was past Monday. The Boston Globe reported that Blanford Police Force consisted of three officers and the interim police chief. That was, and that was her name was uh, Roberta Sarnacki. So four officers. Four officers. Four officers. Now listen, you get you get small. How big a town is this? Uh, you know, we're getting there, but it's uh, this is one of them small towns. You'll get a small town of you know two three thousand people, mm-hmm. and they got one or two officers on duty at all time, and then you'll get uh, you know in the evening hours they'll be covered by either the you know the the county or the state uh, police. Uh, you know this this happened to be one of the agencies. The local news reported 
that uh, Chief Sarnacki said the officers have been working with cruisers that don't work, bulletproof vests that are not fitted to them or might be expired. By the way, folks, a bulletproof vest uh, gets to its not effective uh, uh, range after five years. Okay. Add, add in humidity, add in uh, uh, sweat. Yeah, exactly. Or you know, high Gee. temperatures, and then that could be even shorter than that. But five years is where they say get a new one. The, we, you know, the Wait. manufacturer says we no longer guarantee it's going to stop a bullet. I'll say whether it's been used or not. Exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, so they have uh, poor radio communications, inadequate staffing, and improper wages. Uh, the Blanford Select Board Chair. Uh, responded to the resignations by saying, for the past two months, the interim chief has done a fine job with our police officers in our police department. It's unfortunate that she led this officer walkout as she would have been considered as one of our candidates for acting chief position as we pursue the future opportunities with our police force. We've had multiple public meetings with our police force and have offered them the opportunity to engage and provide their opinions for the direction of the force. Let me see. That would be called um, what do we do? hogwash. Okay. Hogwash. They're trying to, she's trying to backtrack and, uh, and make themselves look good, you know, because the police uh, walked out and exposed everything they had. Uh, this uh, select board chairman, and I'm guessing that's, the, that's like their city council chair or their city, uh, you know, because it's, it's Massachusetts. They do things weird. Uh, so it's, 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 it's either their mayor or their, or their uh, city manager position. Okay. She said, uh, we've reached out to neighboring communities to ensure the safety and security of our citizens. Until such time, residents should continue to dial 911 in the event of any emergency and local or state assets will be dispatched to assist them. This is uh, this big deal. This, this is this is a let's let's talk about this. This is a this is a state that we know mm-hmm. that is liberal run. Yeah. This is a community that we know that's liberal run. We know that no matter how many times the president or you know gets on the back and pats law enforcement on the shoulder for doing a good job, no matter how many times uh, you know uh, they do a great job and you know they receive awards or national recognition, that some people are just going to say. You know what? Don't don't care for the cops. Uh, I you know I'm a, you know might stand stand in front of the camera and say I'm a big supporter, and then uh, turn right back around and get on their select board chair and say, oh, we gave them the opportunity to to fix these things. Really? How you know how, you know how you fix a car? You fix a car. You you pay, <laughs> you, or you, you pay someone you, to fix the car. Exactly right. You know how, you know how you get the new vests. You go buy them. Exactly right. You don't sit there and complain and have uh, negotiations to get vests. Maybe, maybe they negotiated for less expired vests. Oh, okay. You know, listen, I know those ones are expired two years, but we're going to get you some that are only expired one year. Mm-hmm. So, listen, if you, uh, if you are traveling around the country and you're on the, you're, you're on the old Google Earth, as, uh, as, as Major Bill would say, yeah, he likes you, that. you might want to bypass the Blandford, Massachusetts. In fact, you may want to bypass Massachusetts altogether being the liberal, anti-gun, anti-constitution state that they are. Yeah, I didn't lose anything in Massachusetts. No, no, absolutely not. I, I, uh, I, I, I'm, so, I'm sweating none having not <laughs> gone there. Well, I would like to go see some of the historical cities that are in Massachusetts. I, you know what? We've had this conversation on it. Very rough. I was up there. I had to go for a, uh, uh, a wedding. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, relative, so it, it wasn't even one of those ones I could bag out on. You know, oh, you know, I got to take my dog to counseling or something like that. I had to, I had to actually go. It was, a, it was, a, it was a relative's wedding, and I went and walked through, uh, you know, the 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 Freedom Square there in 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 Boston, where, I mean, where the birthplace of our freedom came. You know, you know, this is Boston. This is where where the uh, uh, the the Second Amendment started. This is this is where uh, 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 Paul Revere rode. 
from Boston into Lexington and Concord telling the British, saying the British are coming, the British are coming. And, you know, this is where the birth of our country started. This is, you know, Boston Tea Party. This is, this is all of it right here. You, you, you can't even carry a pocket knife. There's no <laughs> firearms. There's no personal firearms. There's no concealed weapons permits. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no you can't even have pocket knives. They got anti-pocket knife laws there. Wow. You know, this is, this is the cradle of our freedom started right there in Boston. And uh, no, you can't, you can't. You can't celebrate that here. You can't practice freedom here. We've been here too long, and we're liberal too long. Uh, that that uh, those are gone. Those are gone. You can't do that here. So, uh, I did go see a Sox game. I, I saw that. So, uh, and uh, I'll tell you what: when you walk into the the, the Red Sox park there, or Fenway Park, uh-huh. that green monster's right there. Yeah. I mean, it's like right there. It's like that's where third base should be. It's a very short field in the in left field there. So. Sorry for the sorry for getting all baseball on you folks, but uh, it, <laughs> you do that quite. It, 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 it sneaks up on me like that. Uh, so uh, you listen, Major Bill should be back with us next week. Uh, you know, listen, if you're in uh, Blandford, uh, you know, you're Massachusetts, uh, you remember call nine one one for all your emergencies, and uh, and you should also consider moving to a state where your uh, your, your constitutional rights are allowed to be exercised. Uh, hey, stick around. We got more show coming back for you. Uh, we'll be back after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. 
Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Media, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Last segment of the program, Already? right here, right here. And uh, I think uh, I don't, there's a, we got an evaporation problem going on with the bottle of uh, bourbon bottle. here. It's, it's disappearing on us, disappearing on us. Uh, hey, just want to finish up. Uh, we, we talked about 3, 3D guns earlier in the program. Uh, we have, you know, the, the, the ghost guns. You can print the ghost guns now. And uh, yeah. you can, uh, you can, you can, you can. Uh, Take them on the airplanes, and nobody can see you with the steel bar- steel barrels and brass rounds and lead ammo. You know, you're, you're never going to be able to see that. Um, the uh, one of the one of the, the states that's filed suit against well, here's here's the part the the against part. Uh-huh. Uh, the, some of the states and the attorneys general have filed suit against the Trump administration for allowing Cody Wilson and Defense Distributed to release the data, the printable data. You know, so you can plug it into your computer. Um, so here's what they did, Earl. Uh, basically, uh, Earl, Earl, you as a private citizen uh-huh. have uh, have the plans, and you want to put them on a computer. Okay. So I sued Florida and said, eh? and said, uh, don't don't he, he he shouldn't be allowed to do it. They basically sued the they sued the government, the federal government, and Trump because they Trump said it's not illegal for them to let these items be distributed on the internet. So they okay. they filed they filed an injunction against the federal government that that has no meaning whatsoever. Well, nothing, nothing makes them whatsoever. feel good. Yeah, exactly right. That's about what it is. It's a feel good. It's a feel good measure because it does it does nothing whatsoever. It's it's not these are not plans owned by the government. These are not plans supported by the government. The government just said, "Hey, folks, sorry, this isn't even a Second Amendment issue. This is a First Amendment issue." It's amazing how mm-hmm. all of a sudden, when something is being put out by exercising their First Amendment rights. You all of a sudden disagree with that, yeah? It just because it happens to be talking about firearms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, Senator Bill Nelson, and this is a, this is a, you know one from Florida, and uh, everybody needs to know about Bill Nelson. Everybody's seen about Bill Nelson now. Uh, remember, he was a he's he's he was a rocket man. He got to go up in the space shuttle there at one point. Uh, they were looking for uh, they were looking to study old guys in space, and uh, he got to go. Yeah, um, he's an old guy. He's he's an old guy. Yeah, and listen. Uh, you, you want to know my, my, my chief problem with Bill Nelson? Uh, he's been a politician for over 50 years. Yeah. I, I, one of those. That's not a career politician. That's a lifetime politician. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 that's kind of craziness. Uh, 
Senator Bill Nelson is pushing to ban guns. Well, we know he's been trying to ban guns. So really? Over, over 200 guns now. He's got, he's got an extensive list of guns that he's been trying to ban. Uh, except that his new list that he released uh, has guns that have been banned since 1988 in the Undetectable Firearms Act, like uh, you mentioned earlier today. Hmm. So he's, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a total, let me say, what's the word? Whack job. Yeah. Whack job. He, he feel good, he's feeling good about doing something. Yeah, and um, it's not much, but I, I, yeah. But at this point, I think he's wandering around, uh, you know, uh, looking at butterflies in the, in the park and you know chasing <laughs> them, and you know he's a, he's a, he's the things that he says and the things that he comes up with uh, are are absolutely ridiculous. Uh, just think of the billions of dollars we spend trying to protect national security, and now suddenly there's going to be published on the internet the plans for making a gun that can evade the detection systems in airports and seaports and all these government buildings, as well as some sports stadiums. Not all sports stadiums, uh, just some sports stadiums. You know, it's gonna, yeah. like, like baseball, okay, but uh, you know, football, no. <laughs> so, uh, again, folks, we can talk about these all day long. You can create a plastic lower receiver for an AR-15. So if you would like to take that into the, I guess, the airport and throw, some, throw it at somebody and give them a little bruise, perhaps you could do that. Because you know what it's going to need to shoot? Metal parts, bullets, uh-huh. brass casing, lead ammo. Yep. You know, what do you, oh, maybe, maybe they're going to use ice rounds with, with no gunpowder. Yeah. Because you know, that way it's and not detectable at all. You got hit with it. So yeah. It's undetectable. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. Or they can put it in a drink and it'll melt <laughs> while you're drinking it. Where's the evidence? I drink it in my whiskey. <laughs> ridiculous. Absolutely crazy. But uh, you know that's that's what we expect from the from the, this Nimrod. A uh, couple other things I just want to hit with you before we before we head out. We got we got we got a couple minutes left, and uh, we're uh, background checks. The number of background checks in July 2018. Did you see this? No, I haven't. You know, I, you, you try and pinpoint what the industry is going to do with firearm sales. Mm-hmm. Now you can uh, you can always bet on something after a tragedy occurs. You're going to expect the uh, the left to cry foul and say, "I want widgets banned." Well, guess what everybody does? They go and buy themselves yep. a widget. Yeah, I'll say the quickest way to boost sales: get a politician to try and ban it. Yep, yeah, ex- exactly right. So, you know, the, nothing nothing occurred over the month of June or July, but this past July, you know, last month we're in August, uh, obviously now, depending on when you're listening to us, and if you're listening to us in a, in a month or so. Uh, you know, it it, uh, it wouldn't be July anymore, but we're you're August anymore. But we're talking about July 2018. FBI numbers show that there were over 1.8 million background checks in July of 2018. That's second only to July of 2016 when there were astronomical numbers. That was 2.2 million background checks. You want to know why? That's when Hillary was nominated. No, yeah. yeah. So that was July of 2016. Uh-huh. That's when she uh, she was awarded the nomination back then. Uh, Breitbart News reported that July, June 2018 also witnessed the second most background checks for any June in history, uh, with just shy of 2 million background checks. And only, and only second again to June of 2016, during the, uh, the Democratic National Convention. Elevated background checks are only the latest evidence of the pushback against the 24-7 gun control push that followed the Parkland shooting in, in 14, uh, excuse me, February 14th, the uh, Valentine's Day. Now, not sure that's true. I'm not sure that's true. I don't, I don't see the backlash, the the spike in sales from uh, you know four months later, five months later. I don't I don't know if that's correct. You know, I, I think this is just the results. And here, my opinion: this is the results of a good economy. Uh, 
normally what you would see, and in Earl, you, you and I sat through and watched this, over the summers, you'll see reduced firearm sales, unless there's a trigger event. Right. Uh, you'll see reduced firearm sales because folks are taking their family on vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're doing all sorts of uh, uh, you know, trips together. That's, that's when they go. That's, that's not when mom or dad get to go out and buy newest firearm for you know, personal defense, for sporting issues, for target shooting, whatever it happens to be. That's when it's family time. That's when, we, that's when they go and do things. I think this, and, that, and it's definitely what we saw the past six, seven years, uh, except for, again, trigger events. I think this is the sign that the economy is good enough now for, for, uh, for shooters to say, you know what, we are going on vacation, and guess what? I got a little something extra in my pocket, and they're having uh, summer sales over at uh, ABC Gun Store, and I'm going to go get me that, uh, that, new, uh, that new 45 that I want. Yep. So I, I think that's a lot of what's going on here. We're seeing strong sales because of the good economy. That and the, the general public knows, for lack of a better word, we've got a pro-gun administration that they're, they're not as panicked anytime something happens. Right. I mean, that's still going to happen. There's going to be spikes for trigger events, yeah. but they're not going to be as big as spikes. Right. We, we have an educated public out there. Every yes. time this happens, they get more and more educated. The uh, NRA broke a 15-year fundraising record for, two, for uh, nearly $2.5 million for their political victory fund uh, during that same month. The, the Second Amendment Foundation, obviously our good friends of the Second Amendment Foundation, a 1,200% jump in members aged 18 to, 12, 18 to 20 because they were told, we're going to come after your guns, 18 to 20-year-olds. Now you can have a 53-foot big rig, but it's 80,000 pounds, but, uh, yeah. you know, but, you're, but you're not going to be able to carry this, uh, this self-defense weapon uh, and, and, and try and protect yourself and uh, your, your family, by the way. So... My belief, education and economy were the reasons for the spike in, uh, in, in the background check. So I hope that continues. Uh, it's what the industry needs. It's, uh, and it's what, listen, it's what you need. Folks, if you're looking for a good deal, go buy yourself a gun. You know, hit your mom and pop stores. You got to hit your big chains. That's fine. Just uh, remember, I would shop at places like academies because they're not dicks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to go there. And, and don't be afraid to go go into the little guy stores as well. Yeah. They're the ones that really need the help. Check the mom and pop. That's mm-hmm. it. Hit the mom and pops first. Uh, you know, and I listen, we tell people all the time, go to the, go to the big store, try them on, then go to your mom and pop. Yeah. Because you're going to get the better deal there. No matter what. It's not like volume pricing. Volume pricing. Get your guns here. You know, it, that's, not, that's not how it works at the big stores. They, uh, they, 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 they trick you. They, oh, yeah. They trick you. Because they go, nope, that's the price. You can't negotiate. Guess what you can do at a, at a gun store? You can negotiate. You can negotiate. So get your mom and pop and go have a conversation. Meet some people that actually care about you, care about firearms, care about the Second Amendment, and, uh, and want to see you being able to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. When, when you go into the little stores, you're looking at the person that's going to be taking care of you for the sale yeah. and after the sale. Yeah. You go into the big box stores. Some of the big box stores, they're going to have you forcibly removed from the property if you bring that firearm back for service or upgrades or anything like that. And none of that goes on there. Nope. Yep, yep, buy it and run. Yep. Uh, hey, folks, that's what we got uh, going on this week. I want to thank uh, uh, you, for, you for joining us. Uh, again, welcome to uh, Boundary Oak Distillery, our newest uh, sponsor here at the program. Uh, Kevin Maxwell will be back with us next week. We should have Major Bill back with us next week. Until then, though, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember... Keep your head on a swivel. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, 
when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com.